from the corporate cage she's a rookie to the stage coming from the outside outside familiar with the set she's a theater vet willing to be my guide Lights, what? sound, what? it's time for huh? the show What's Places, happening? places, and ready, go right. Make the words fly off of the page Stage right. inspire you to get up on the stage Stage right, Please show me the way Stage right, come on girl, let's play Stage, stage right, yeah, yeah I can't remember how it was supposed to go Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay I'm in a frenzy because you were so good. Yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay. Yeah. She's I'm laughing. I'm going to sing that today instead of the actual lyrics. I'm hijacking this show. Oh my gosh, you guys. It is Sunday morning after Lindsay has had a fantastic two opening performances. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mama Mia was so fun. I was there on opening night with my boyfriend Caesar and several other friends there to support Miss Lindsay as she took the stage. That's right. Took it by storm. Oh, man. We'll get into it. I was it. nothing if not enthusiastic. Girl, <laughs> you were everything and enthusiastic. Y'all, it was incredible. Shout outs abound. There are so many shout outs today, but obviously Morgan for coming, Caesar for coming, Ryan Girl, and Darcy. I would not miss it. I, are you kidding me? Shout out first of all to that incredible cast. Oh my goodness. So everyone, literally everyone is so good in this show, mm-hmm. but I especially want to call out Karen who plays the lead role of <sighs> Donna, that's Meryl Streep's character in the movie. Oh, she so good. She is not only phenomenally talented, she is so kind, so humble, so wonderful to be around. Just like shout out to her as a human being mm-hmm. and then again for being so incredibly talented and sharing that with all oh of us. Oh my gosh. And and I told Lindsay, I think before that comes forward. She's incredibly talented, but you can just tell by watching her that she is kind, that she is giving, that she is positive, encouraging. Yes. It just all comes out humble. And I feel like from watching her, it's been so fun, like being a new person to acting, to Mm -hmm. singing and dancing, all this stuff, how Mm -hmm. she always aims to make the whole show better. Like with with her scene partners and she works, they talk about things together. Mm -hmm. She has ideas. Oh, what if you did this? Mm -hmm. And she listens when people have ideas for her. It's, it's Mm -hmm. a collaboration. And that has been so fun to watch her like construct the scenes, the scenes that build the show, you know, we're singing and dancing around to tell a story and it's a story about her character Mm -hmm. and she cares deeply about all of it. She's been so fun to work with. Well, like you said, an episode, I think two, maybe three, if you don't come to the table, you don't eat. Mm -hmm. And she... She brought food for everyone. She comes to the table. <laughs> she brought a family size. Uh, I love that. And those... Of, what is it? Chicken? chicken? Yeah. KFC. Sure. <laughs> roasted and fried. That's right. She, Options for everyone. She brought it. And dessert. And she just... I mean, those are the actors that directors love to work with because we can't... I cannot spoon feed you everything like I cannot like you have to take ownership and talk to your scene partner and come up with fun bits and of course I'll have ideas but that's what collaboration is if you just stand up there and you're a a robot waiting to be programmed where's the fun fun in that right so I love that well Karen you are fantastic you definitely carried that show and it was beautiful Shout out to her. And more people that came. Heather, 
Uh, <laughs> chatted her out a few times. She she came Saturday. Your number one fan. I feel like Heather's your number one fan. She was like, you were all over her Insta story. She broke the law, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. You expect lawyers to uphold the laws. Don't tell the bar. But she worked around them. Is she <laughs> going to get... Is the bar listening? <laughs> Do not take for away. taking of cell phone her. Photo. <laughs> Do not take away. We, we, we take it back. We defend our friend, Just Heather. Just kidding. This was all a joke. You have no proof. <laughs> yeah, because an Insta story it disappears after 24 That's hours. Right. So they have no proof. <laughs> no, Heather was was uh, just shouting you out all night. Darcy and Ryan came opening night. Um, Daniel. Daniel was there. Yes. Um, Helen was there. Wendy was there. Yes, yes. I'm trying to Some think. people from work. Mel, Sam, Kathleen. <laughs> so many people. She has so many adoring fans. I, I've told everyone I've been really surprised at how many people wanted to come. And I, I'm convinced. <laughs> I know it is Mamma Mia because I've been doing improv for like two and a half years. And I, can, I can't I can count the number of people who have been like, I'm there. What time? When? All right. I'm, I'm getting my tickets right now. And they don't show and up. And they don't show oh, up. Oh, man. Like, I forgot. I, I like was tired. And then, you know, I decided to eat. And then by the time, oh, gosh, like the time just slipped away. Sure. <laughs> Sure. Well, you know, there's lots of factors. It's your, it's a musical. It's your first time. It's more of a like production, and you Mm. know, Mamma Mia. You're like, oh, maybe I'm somewhat interested in that storyline. Well, and multiple people told me they were very impressed after seeing it. They were blown away, excited to come back to different more shows at at the theater, which was all on you guys. I mean, you pulled off an incredible I, product. I was going to say you should be thanking me because I got you a season Thank you. ticket holder. <gasps> and another friend, shout out to Whitney, who came uh, on opening night. She she loves musicals. She has she goes to them all the time. She supports local high school productions. But she was like, I went to buy my ticket and I saw the rest of the calendar. Oh, Adam's family. Oh, Peter and the Starcatcher. Mm-hmm. She's like, I just became a season ticket holder. <laughs> okay, so that's amazing. So you're welcome. Whitney, is that her name? Yeah. Shout out. And it's all, I just want everyone to know, this is all part of my master plan to unite Dallas Comedy House and North Texas Performing (laughs) Arts. I'm like slowly trying to like infiltrate, (laughs) infiltrate the two. No, it was, it it, converted me to be a spy on the inside, a double agent. I don't know. Well, I just think the two go really well together. They go hand in hand. I believe you can do both. Although, you know, comedy tends to take up a lot of time and so does theater. If you, you know, strategically plan your year out. It ups and flows. Yeah. I think you could. And there's a lot of people I see on the improv stage. I'm like, oh my gosh, they would be fantastic in a musical. Oh, and shout out to you, Lindsay. Me. Because you inspired um, Helen to audition for NTPA's next show. She's yes! auditioning for Steel Magnolias. Yes! She was there on opening night. Helen is a friend from, from Dallas Comedy House. And she was blown away. I've been helping her with her monologues. Uh, she scheduled two lessons How with fun. me. And so she's auditioning for Steel Magnolias and was like ready to go after seeing you on Friday night. That makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you are inspiring new theater artists. You know, they always say if you inspire Mm. just one person, it's Mm -hmm. all worth it. So we get in the podcast now. Who said that? We're done. I don't know. Lots of people. (laughs) I don't need to quote a philosopher. No, (laughs) you don't. No. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, like everyone says that. No, it's true. Eminem says it in one of his songs. One of the ones with Rihanna. There are a handful. Trust me. (laughs) 
Trust me. I got it. I know my Eminem. Nothing's coming to mind at the moment, but so it's I because... I will quote Eminem. There are a lot of people I could quote. I will cite him as my source. Thank you. Thank you. Marshall Mathers, comma, or parentheses, Eminem. Yes. Thank you. Not to be confused with the chocolatey treat. Awesome. Melts in your mouth, not in your hand. All right. <laughs> Moving on in shout outs, a couple more shout outs. Um, several people have approached me this week saying they've been listening to the podcast. Ooh. Yes. Shout out to Tim Pope. Thank you, Tim. Who I saw last night at Avenue Q. Um, oh, congratulations to that cast, by the way. I went and saw a fabulous production of Avenue Q last night. Was it at NTPA? It was. I'm so sad I didn't know it. I oh, love it's okay. that show. It was at our Fairview location, and so I went and saw several of my students um, play with puppets last night. How and that fun. was fun. Lots of fun. So Tim Pope uh, approached me and said he'd been listening to the podcast, so thank you, Tim. And several people have been um, also giving suggestions for season two and following and loving on Instagram. Instagram. So thank you to everyone. The support means a lot. Please help us spread the word. If you are liking the podcast, tell somebody about it. Um, I'll take a page out of uh, Heather's book again. And she just like takes people's phones and like subscribes to her podcast <laughs> on their phone. She just like subscribes for them. I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> yep. Just give me your phone. Give me your phone. Stage. Oh my gosh, your screen looks great. Right. Let me check that out. <laughs> so anyway, shout out to our fans. The dozen of them so far, a couple, <laughs> couple dozen, dozen thousand. That's you mean. right, thousands, millions listening. I also want to do a quick shout out to my Romeo and Juliet cast because yes. we're going into Tech Week today. So you just finished your Tech Week, and I'm I'm going into mine. I've been really pushing them hard these last couple of days, and we're going. We rehearsed all day yesterday, and we're rehearsing again all this afternoon. So. Shout out to them for digging deep and pushing through. So they're going to have a... I can't wait. Yeah. I just got exclusive access to visit a dress <laughs> rehearsal because unfortunately, <laughs> calendars, um, I have shows every, at the exact same time mm-hmm. as all the R&J shows. Mm-hmm. So I was allowed to come on this coming Wednesday and mm. I get to watch the show before everyone else. <laughs> VIP, everyone. I am very important. She gets a sneak peek at these fabulous kids getting to do their thing. And just to give you an idea, I spend as many hours directing a single cast Shakespeare production as I do a double cast musical. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's it's a lot. It's there, There's three dances in there. Um, so there's three movement pieces, five different fights with swords. We have rapier and dagger. So rapier is like the long sword and a dagger is like obviously a short dagger. So they're Got fighting it. with both in each hand at so the same time. So rapier is what I think of as a sword. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The dagger is a knife. Yeah. So it's a dagger I That's see before me. That's translating Shakespeare. Thank you. Modern day lingo. Thank you. We call that a paraphrase, You're actually. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're fighting with rapier dagger. They're dancing. They're working the Shakespeare text. And I'm just like super proud of them right now. And for pushing forward. And we open on Thursday. If you want to come see Romeo and Juliet, you can get your tickets at ntpa.org. Okay. So let's get into it, girl. We have so much to talk about. So first we can start with tech week. Okay. So yeah, did it, yeah. Did it live up to what we talked about? Was it different, similar? Yeah. So the, the 10 hour day, it was long and I guess I felt tired afterwards, but mm-hmm. mentally it didn't feel as long as I expected it to be. Okay. Part of that is because we had to finish set build for a few hours. So when we first got there, we were kind of finishing 
putting some wood together and some painting and stuff like that. Can I take a time out sure. to talk about the incredible set? It was very Oh pretty. my gosh. We need to post a picture onto our Instagram. Will you take a picture of the set today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is beautiful. It literally looks like the movie came and you to life. Feel like you're in Greece, like mm-hmm. the blues and some like greenery mm-hmm. hanging from the walls. It, it it's very nice. The colors, the color paint choices. They texturized the floor to look like sand. I loved the different playing areas. Yeah. So there was a bar. There was a little patio lounge area. There was a little bridge there was a there was a doorway there was stairs there was just little playing spaces yeah yeah, yeah. and really there were only two locations as as far or i guess we made it into three but like with scene changes it's either the walls are on and there's a bed for Mm -hmm. a bedroom or it's off and the tables are on for a taverna cafe or the tables are off the stage is empty and it's the beach yep (laughs) so like only like one set of items had to be moved on and Mm -hmm. off to make this space so dynamic. It was really well strategized. Yes, it was smart design. Because like Lindsay was just saying, the the flats would live on the sides, on the wings, and they would give depth to the, the bar, taverna. Is that what you called yeah, it? The yeah. taverna. And then those flats would come out of the wings and create a smaller, more intimate bedroom feel. And we had a door that we'd carry out. That was, mm-hmm. that was my set. I was saw you carrying that door, girl. Thank you. You carry that door. Thank you. Because everything else was on casters. And I tried to walk and beat and be mm-hmm. sassy with and that sing. door. And sing. And you were singing. That's right. I was singing my little Because everything out. else was on casters or wheels. And you had to carry that door. That's right. We did. So you probably figured that out during Tech Week. Yes. Well, actually, so it's interesting because... You know, the thing, your assignments changed a few times. Okay. Like, okay. You're on this piece. Okay. And then we'd run it. It's like, ah, you know, that doesn't make so much sense because mm-hmm. you get caught over here and then uh-huh. you need to be there. So uh-huh. then you switch a little bit or, and even with the door, we settled on, I'm doing the door along with the guy who plays Sky, who's the fiance of the daughter. Uh-huh. And there's this, we just both picked a side arbitrarily and we hold the door on each side. And then on opening night, I got caught in the light because the bed got delayed and we have to let the bed go because there's limited mm-hmm. space on the side. So the bed has to go behind the curtain mm-hmm. and then the door uh, is placed on the side. Mm-hmm. And I got caught when the lights came up and it's a scene where th- the guy who plays Sky is supposed to be on stage. So then we're like, oh, we'll just switch places because you're supposed to be on stage already. So you can just be by the door <laughs> entering. <Yeah. laughs> so, when, but when I got caught in the light, I could like feel it. And I quickly jumped like behind my little, you. my little arms are still like holding the door on the side. It was beautiful. It was, it was not subtle. Yeah, it was beautiful. But I was like better than to just be staring at the audience with wide eyes. It was stealthy. I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> jumped back behind that door. <laughs> the second those lights came, I was like, oh, oh. There she goes. Okay, so te- so Tech Week, I mean, it was everything you dreamed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the dress rehearsals were fun. And I think, so So Sunday, we had that long day. So a few hours of set build, then we went mm-hmm. right into the tech stuff. And we actually danced some of the numbers. Oh, good. Um, and that's because he wanted to design the lights around our clothes and, like, mm-hmm. our movement and stuff. So we they, they let us mark it, mm-hmm. you know, not go full speed. She knows the terms. That's right, I do. Um. But of course, I only know one speed. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so we got to go through some of the numbers. So I think that probably broke up some of the monotony of just waiting and Sitting waiting around. in tech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that was fun. And then 
we finished most of it. We had to do one more song on Monday because we ran out of time Sunday and then did one more song and then did a show run through. And then every night after that, it was uh, rehearsal as normal. Like we got, they would ask us to be there at 630. We had normally been meeting at seven, but 630 ready to go to maybe work on some notes from the day before. Mm -hmm. Then we started the show right at eight. We had mic check at 715. Mm -hmm. We prepared, we put our makeup on, we got ready to go at eight, just like the show times. Mm -hmm. Um, so then we, we were just running the show the whole time and some notes afterwards. And the the director was really funny. After our first run through with makeup and everything, he walked out just like kind of looking <gasps> a little upset. And he was like, you guys, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny because I'm like, oh. I know I fell for that. I was like, well, here we go again. Here we go. We, we did horribly. <laughs> But he was blown away. Because everyone's kind of jazzed. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It was the first time we're all dressed up. The mm-hmm. the women leads had their wigs on. Mm-hmm. They just, it's just really fun. Yeah. Uh, and we were feeling good about it backstage the whole time. We're dancing while we sang by the mic, yep. and so then we're feeling good. And we're like, oh man, it, I guess it I guess it wasn't really good. And he he tricked <laughs> he you. He's a trickster. It That's fantastic. I saw him on opening night. He seemed very pleased. Yeah. yeah. Very proud. Yeah. I a thing I've really enjoyed about working with him is. Like, he wants it to be more than just the music and more than mm-hmm. just the lines. He's like, we will always want to be telling a story. If mm-hmm. you don't have a line, if you're in the background, whatever you're doing, you're always telling a story. Mm-hmm. He's like, we want this to be about real people with real emotions going through real things. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that has really bled through mm-hmm. from some of the scene work they've done and, like, just the details. Mm-hmm. The details pull that, kind of glue everything together mm-hmm. instead of just a series of scenes and songs. It really ties together and weaves together. Mm-hmm. I will say, admittedly, I'd never seen the stage version. I'd only seen the movie, and I much prefer it on stage. That's right, you do. It, it was, it was, it, it was had more depth. The scenes were, I, and and you guys did a fabulous job. Your leads did a fabulous job of that. That depth really came the, through. The depth, that you're, that's a great point because the movie is really fun. I like the movie, mm-hmm. uh, but they, they cut out a lot of the music. Just mm-hmm. you know time mm-hmm. and, and to make it kind of fit for the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so until I read the script, I, I didn't realize, oh, there, there are like 20 songs. Oh yeah. There's a lot more than, than the movie. And those songs, they, they add the emotion and the little scenelets that lead into those songs, mm-hmm. why they get there emotionally to sing about that. Mm-hmm. that, that I, I agree. I think that's where kind of the depth co- comes in. So it was a lot of fun. Theater people are kind of snobby. We are. We, we ver- I'm, I'm including myself in yes, you Yes, ma'am. We, we very rarely like the movie better than the stage version. It's like books. Like, the movie's mm-hmm. never better than... I kind of feel bad for movies in mm-hmm. a way. Like I don't get it. You're good. And, and, like, maybe if you wrote... If you made a movie and then someone goes to write a book, mm-hmm. maybe it would have feel empty. Yeah. Because it's the second thing, but... I feel bad for movies. Cinema. And we always it, talk bad about them. I love movies. I love them too. And they have their own, they have to make things very concise, yes. right? Their job is to make things very short, concise to the point. And so a lot of times when musicals transfer to film, it doesn't transfer sometimes as well. Cause sometimes they have to take out the ensemble. For example, like Sweeney Todd, when you, uh, Helena Bonham Carter and Johnny Depp are fantastic actors and Tim Burton's a fantastic director. But when you completely remove the ensemble from a Sondheim production, it kind of lacks depth. And that's sometimes what can happen when you, and, and just being in a, being in a room with people and watching live people is automatically a different feeling than watching a movie. Yeah. I, I think I love live performances and I think that came or it started when I got involved in improv mm-hmm. because there's 
there's something about the energy of a group of people mm-hmm. and, and doing it together. Yeah. Like the because in what's fun about this show because with improv we always say every show is different. Mm-hmm. But when you do the same show every night and you see the audience react differently every night, uh-huh. it's so interesting. You know, like yep. some jokes land higher on other nights. Yeah. Other, others maybe fall a little flat, and that's okay. And that's mm-hmm. something else that maybe wasn't intended to be funny. Mm-hmm. It strikes someone. You know, one person laughs and it's contagious. Yep. So that's been an interesting thing for me to see doing the same show and have the audience react differently. And that's we've only done it twice. Yep. So I can't wait to see what they find interesting today and yep. then we have three more shows so like that that surprised me something i didn't expect i'm like well i know it's supposed to be funny you will laugh when i command you to mm-hmm. but then you just make a facial expression and someone laughs and you're like it was that easy yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's different reading an yeah. audience is one of my oh i love standing in the back of a theater reading an audience and like going on that ride it's fun on stage too but i guess that's why i'm drawn to directing because i love watching it from yeah the you know the back of the theater yeah i love and i think it's something caesar taught me in improv Mm. another shout out to let the audience guide you but not but not direct you like Mm -hmm. inform your decision making but you never you can't give them all the power you can't rely on them you know if someone giggles at something you can lean into that Uh and and play it up like you make a facial expression you don't realize it was funny you're like okay i can i can Mm -hmm. continue along this thread until it's time to move on to the Mm -hmm. next thing or you remember that to, to call it back later and that that's another thing I like about the live performances. You use them in that way. You collaborate mm-hmm. with them in that way with, oh, you're interested in that? I'll give you some more when I decide it's appropriate. <laughs> yes. When the play calls for yeah. it and when it's not pulling focus. Have y'all talked about pulling focus yes. at all? Yes. What is your uh, definition of pulling focus? Kind of like, well, we talk about it some, you may remember there are a few scenes where we kind of slow motion dance because mm-hmm. it's like a break in the song mm-hmm. and there's some dialogue, but it's in the middle of a party scene. So mm-hmm. like we kind of slow motion while they dance. They want us to have energy, but if you're too outlandish, it pulls focus yeah. from the audience. Sorry, from the audience, from the leads. Yeah. <laughs> or like if you drop a prop and you don't get mm. it up and leave when you exit, that pulls focus because people are noticing it. So it's like... That's not my job. I'm not supposed to get that chair, but the chair needs to be taken off. Mm-hmm. Someone grab it. Somebody get the, that the, chair. The teamwork behind that. And uh, I we dropped a prop last night at the end. I'm supposed to catch the bouquet, and the 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 groom throws this like wreath thing. Like mm-hmm. ah, it's like a leave leaf headband. A, a laurel, I can't think of what a it's laurel called. wreath around your head. Like yeah. I don't even know. It's like, like a little a, flower. Yeah, wreath. it's a circle. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we're That's failing all you need to know. At, at wreath terminology today. But, but anyway. Uh, he throws it and it fell short and there was like a chair between so I couldn't catch it. Mm-hmm. And then we were picking up chairs and I just forgot it. And so then yeah. the next scene we went out for like the dancing bows. I just picked it up and threw it behind the stage. Yep. But hopefully it was subtle enough to not ruin the whole thing. Yeah, so pulling focus, that's a great definition of pulling focus because it can, yeah, it can take many forms. Uh, You don't want to take attention away from where the audience is supposed to be Yes. Focused on. Like if, if it's a, like a lot of times I'll say to my students, it's not a scene about you over there doing this, is it? It's a scene about blah, blah, blah. And so we, with theater, are, have to be, everything is intentional. Everything is on purpose because we've trained the audience that everything is on purpose. And so we have to be intentional about teaching them where to look. And like you said with the prop, um, whole, plots have been centered around a dropped letter. Yeah. Like in, you know, Othello, Shakespeare's Othello, he drops a letter and someone picks it up and isn't, that isn't supposed to read it. Right. Well, so the audience is trained. 
oh, what's that prop doing there? Somebody's, oh, it's part of the story, right? Somebody's going to come, right? Well, no, that's why we say pick it up because otherwise the audience will think it's supposed to be some big thing. Yeah, yeah. So, or they're just like, oh, they messed up and not listening <laughs> exactly, to what's going on. <laughs> exactly. So that's good. Good job. Good lesson learned on pulling focus. Let's see. So Tech Week went pretty smooth. Let's do we need to, I mean, anything else you want to say about the Tech Week process that you learned or so the microphone? Your advice, oh, yeah. Your mics. advice to just like treat it like it's not there mm-hmm. was great. I, I have not heard myself breathing, so I've lost the insecurity <laughs> about that. I've made it over that hump. Good. The tape. It's funny to, like, it doesn't feel like it's enough at first, Mm because I'm like, I'm doing a lot of dancing. I'm Mm -hmm. whipping my head a lot. Mm -hmm. Are we sure this is going to hold? Right. But but it it helped very well. Oh, good. I took your advice of mic before makeup. However, there's, like, limited amount of time, Mm -hmm. so I make up three quarters of my face. Good. And leave the one cheek where Mm -hmm. the microphone goes, which makes me look quite silly. (laughs) And speaking of makeup... Oh, it's time. So... (laughs) What? So last time you told me oh, no. apply three times as much as oh, you no. think you need. Oh no! What I'm... you need to know about me is I follow instructions. I I take you literally oh, when you God. say things. So I put on my makeup and I'm like, this is what I think I need. I do that again and I do. That again. Oh my God! I have so much makeup on my face. And oh I'm my God! There. <laughs> I wish I had a photo. I'm sitting there talking. I'm like, man. I needed I, you to take a picture. I'm like, I have so much makeup on my oh face. My God, this is oh really uncomfortable. I'm like, this can't be the right amount. And like, there's this guy sitting next to me. His name is Hunter. And uh, he is in the ensemble with me. And we do a lot of scenes like we're near each other. So he's sitting there. He's putting on his makeup. And I'm just like kind of talking to him like, oh my gosh, this is so much makeup. All of a sudden, he does like a double take. He goes, oh gosh, I thought you were exaggerating, but that is so much makeup. <laughs> And then, of course, I'm like, should I take it off? Like, what do I look ridiculous? And then there are some women there. They're like, I mean, it's a lot, but it won't look bad on stage. Like, it'll be fine. I'm like, then I'm really insecure about it. So the girl who plays Lisa, so Nas, we've shouted her out before. She had left to go to the bathroom. So she comes back and I'm like, do I look ridiculous? I need you to tell me if I look ridiculous. She's like, no, you look fine. I'm like, everyone's making fun. She was like, what has happened in the last two minutes that I've been gone? That suddenly you are so insecure. (laughs) So was it Uh, too much? I don't know. It was absolutely too much. Okay. But I don't think, like I said, on stage, it probably didn't look all that bad. But like, you know, like the lines draw on your mouth and eyes, I feel like they were like so caked. But I was like, she said three times. Oh my gosh. So I got to put it on three times. Okay, I also want to take a minute to talk about that because I saw Lindsay, I went into the dressing room after opening night to get her, to bring her out to everybody. Does it look off? Did it look awful? No. What are you going to say? No, like, it wasn't. I'm about already it. very insecure about the makeup. It wasn't about your makeup at all. Because I was going to say, <laughs> okay, I it good. good. Okay, good. Well, we had rectified the situation okay. by opening night. No, I don't remember what it was I said to you, something, something, and you said to me, oh, Morgan... I listened to you very literally. Well, she came out to get me. She was like, people are waiting. I was like, Morgan, I have to put my costume on its hangers. What is next? Oh, because I told she you. She was to- like, oh, you, you listen? Like, what do you think I've been doing? <laughs> I know, but then that's what I told her. I'm used to teenagers who it's like, I talk and like, I don't know, like maybe 60% of what I'm saying gets through. I mean, and and maybe more, but I can't tell by looking at them. They're just like looking at their phones half the time. So like, I don't know. So like the fact that she's, she's literally all, cause, cause she was hanging up her costume. Cause I told her to always be thinking what's next. Like she's like following me, like literally. So 
I didn't know when you said, or when I said to you, put on two to three times, <laughs> I was just like an exaggeration. She, and I, like, uh, I get the and idea. And then, like, the idea is now think big. And I was like, quantity, I need to measure out the three oh times God. as much. <laughs> I'm, I really guess I meant maybe 20 to 30% more, maybe. Which is not 300%. No. But you know what? Mm-mm. I don't miss the comedy because it was a great time. That's hilarious. It was a great time. Which gets me into, actually, that's a lovely segue into <laughs> something I wanted to ask you about. So how are the offstage uh, bonding? Are there any funny moments that are happening? In, a, in addition to that, oh, another funny thing we did this week. What? Um, so part of... The scene that leads into Dancing Queen, mm-hmm. it's the three women who are kind of reminiscing about their olden mm. days as the dynamos, as these singers. And so they pull up this trunk and they find like an old photograph. It's like an old poster. Yeah. And so the scene calls them pulling out this poster. So to create that poster, the director and choreographer were like, hey, you know, you guys can wear their outfits for <gasps> Super Trooper and we'll take a photo of you and like... That way it's, like, a younger, different version. Right. And it'll be fun. So we had to wear their outfits. <gasps> Something you can't see about me since you are listening to my voice is I am taller than the average woman. I'm, I'm 5'9", which I think is a reasonable height. It's I can walk through doorways without ducking. I can reach <laughs> all the cabinets in my home without a stepladder. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very convenient height. But it is taller than most women. Mm-hmm. So when I put on these outfits, they're like these onesie jumpers that oh, have, like, no. bell-bottom leg cuffs mm-hmm. and, like, puffy shoulders like they're really extreme glitter so they're really fun uh-huh. but it's a onesie uh-huh so i had the biggest wedgie known to mankind oh my gosh it wasn't like a little bunch at the bottom it was like straight up through the top of the oh cracks my. and lower back like oh my i thought i was gonna rip the suit they're like it's spandex it'll stretch I'm like, oh. you don't realize how much my torso is putting this at risk the seams are not safe she's long Yes. So we put them on, and I walk out, and it's just, like, oh wedgie everything. And I'm like, we have to photograph this? And tell me it's, like, belly up. Like, we can't we can't put this on on anything, anywhere, ever. Did they? Are you on the poster? So I, I haven't seen the poster. I saw some of the photos, and it was, like, a side. I turned to the side, so you couldn't see the front or back. Oh, my God. Uh, but... It, it was it was very funny. So then, like you know, the next day the dads were wearing their outfits. And like, oh, it's a little snug. Oh, I've got a bit of a wedgie. I'm like, no one talk to me about wedgies. No one go there. <laughs> I felt bad for the woman who had to wear the suit after me. I'm like, sorry, that's been in places no one should have to know about. You should spray that. I wore like several layers. I had like my oh, okay. my my underwear, my dancing okay. pants. We're getting like real deep here. And then. So I was like, I feel like I have tried to put layers between myself and that fabric. But if I were you, I wouldn't be happy about wearing this I again. I cannot believe that. I I saw them when they pulled the picture. They pulled this picture out of the trunk and, like, celebrate. Like, it's like this old... I need to now go look at the poster and, like, you, examine you it. You need to. We need to find a, a a copy of that poster and share it with our listeners. I, they need to see it. Ugh. They need to see it. The world you needs to see it. Just remember that you can't unsee it once you see it. Who would it. want to? Well, Who would want to? That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> so what else? Uh, fun stuff off stage. Oh, you guys. Okay, okay. This is one thing I wanted to talk about. I didn't realize this, and it was good that I saw you guys in your production because I'm directing Mamma Mia later on this year. So it was a lovely chance for me to like watch it. I didn't realize how much the ensemble sings. You sing in every there are no single breaks. 
yeah. number. There is only one song where I don't sing too, too much, and it's because they wanted it just to be like a handful of the soprano women. Mm -hmm. It's slipping through my fingers, the scene with the mom and the daughter. They mm -hmm. want it to have a very soft, like, angelic part. Mm -hmm. So I have... I sing for maybe four measures of that song, like mm -hmm. one line and then one line later for like a harmony. So that's the one song where I'm just chilling, but you still have to be there mm -hmm. and like around. And we have places that we stand around the pit mic mm -hmm. for sound. So What's have, a pit mic, Lindsay? A pit mic is a microphone that is backstage. So when the ensemble is not needed on stage for any type of dancing or moving number, uh, we're still singing the background music live. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was a great compliment. My mom was like, were those all recorded vocals? And I was like, no, that was us singing live. Oh and we gosh. nailed it, obviously. Well, and that's what people don't realize. Like, even in most musicals, when there's a solo or a duet, sometimes the ensemble singing oohs and ahs in the background. But y'all, in Mamma Mia, like every single solo, every single trio, duet, small group, large group, the ensemble is singing. Because ABBA is known for their background vocals. Yeah. Right? Supapa, chupapa. Like, yeah. ABBA is known for the stuff in the back. Knowing me, knowing you. That's one of my favorites. Uh -huh. Like, yeah. everyone knows the background of yeah. their stuff. And so you're crucial. So you guys were back there the entire show. Yeah. And which made some costume changes a bit difficult. As I was as, wondering. Like you get out of one thing. So I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go put my shirt on and get to the pit mic. Uh -huh. Ready to go. That song ends. I'm going to go put the pants mm -hmm. on back to the pit mic. Ready to go on to the next scene. Like if you're fast enough, you have to know those cues in the dialogue. When I hear someone say that thing, I don't, I need to stop whatever I'm doing. Uh huh. My half naked self. I got to go. I've got to get to the pit mic to be ready. And because during the first couple dress rehearsals, there were times where of course, I take everything very seriously. It's a competition. Mm -hmm. I must be there first. <laughs> so it would just be like me and a couple other people. And some people missed the entire song because like, well, I wasn't ready. Like, I was changing. And you just realize you don't have as much time mm -mm. as you think. Mm -mm. The show goes faster than yeah. when you were in rehearsal. And that was... So when we were talking about your show tracking last week, mm -hmm. I wasn't even factoring that in <laughs> i was like oh you'll you'll have a couple of songs to go change no you have a couple measures to go change yeah but that that's the what's next thing like uh -huh. what's next is this song what is my part on that song mm -hmm. what's the next time i'm visible to the audience what do i need to be wearing mm -hmm. and how do i get from this to there <laughs> oh good i really am glad that was helpful then it sounds like the what's next was was yeah, helpful because the you know Sports analogy. Oh, good. So I, I played basketball. Mm -hmm. If you don't play basketball, or even if you did, you, you may not always notice because different coaches, different styles of play. Mm -hmm. But the, like if you have a high motion offensive strategy, like you're moving around a lot so the defense is confused. You never want to be standing in one place so long to where your defender is just saying they're reading what everything's happening. You want oh, them always okay. to be worried about you so they can't help for the other uh -huh. players. So my uh -huh. coaches, because that's the style of play we did most of the time, They'd always say, if you're standing still for more than two seconds, you're doing something wrong. Because uh, you may have to wait to do a certain part of the play or whatever. So that's always just been a thing for me when I play basketball, when I play pickup, whatever. If I'm standing still, I'm doing something wrong. You should uh -huh. always be moving because uh -huh. your defender should always have to worry about you. So, like, when I come off stage, if I'm standing still, it's like, I'm doing something wrong because there's always something coming up next. I should be changing. I should be getting to my spot for the pit mic. I should be ready for the next scene change. Mm -hmm. I should be, I don't know, maybe quickly running through my getting some my water line with some, yes stretching because the next dance number i have to squat real quick or whatever and i'm older so i have to worry about my knees mm -hmm. so like there's always something you should be doing mm -hmm. um instead of just standing around 
watching the show. <laughs> yeah, and you got to stay warm back there, which, again, a show like this, you don't have to worry. Y'all are definitely warm back there. <laughs> but, you know, some of my... Let's take a show like uh, Shrek, for example. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about Shrek the Musical. Have you seen it? No. So it's on Netflix. I think the musical is... Oh, uh, cool. The Broadway musical is still on Netflix if you get a chance to watch it. But an interesting thing about that place structure is that the fairy tale creatures come on at the very beginning... They come in, they get kicked out of the fairy tale land and into the swamp and they do this big giant number in the opening and then they're gone for an hour and a half. Oh, wow. And then they don't come back until freak flag at the very you have end. You rewarm up everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, so for a, for an actor, you get cold back there. So that's an example of you got to stay warm back there, but yeah. you guys, not a problem. And also strategic peeing. Ah, because there's not like an actor's de- designated bathroom, um, and so when you're in costume, the director's like, "Hey, we don't want you guys in the bathroom with the audience. We, you know, right? Let's, let's retain some of the mystery, right? So there's like a certain point where the like the house is open, or like they're letting people in. They're like, "Okay, no more bathroom. You're done." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have to go during the show, mm-hmm. which remember we talked about <laughs> there are not songs, there are measures where uh-huh. we have breaks. So you have to figure out when when you may be able to go oh use the gosh. restroom. Fortunately, I haven't had, haven't needed to. I just go before and after. But, like, there's a 15-minute intermission, but that's when the audience is using the restroom. Mm-hmm. So that's not your time. Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then also you're wearing all those layers that you spoke of. Yeah. You got tights. You got pants. You got underwear. You got all the things to get through. <laughs> and if you're wearing that Dynamo one suit, good luck. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Absolutely. Oh, that's but, just, but, that's, but that's cool. that's been fun because you have to, you know, stand your, your game the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. if you're very actively engaged the whole show, mm-hmm. you're not bored because <laughs> there's something to, to contribute. That is another thing I love about theater. And I think it's probably similar in sports is that when it's game time, you are so present. Yeah. You are so aware. All of your senses go up, 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 up. Yes, and focus uh-huh. all towards the same thing. Yes. And adrenaline is pumping, and we're all working toward this common goal. And yes, I'm, yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned that, because I was, I was thinking about that on, on my way here. Like, mm-hmm. It's such a unique feeling of excitement. Mm-hmm. Like, performing, or I, basketball, I guess, mm-hmm. performing, mm-hmm. playing, like, doing something you're passionate about for mm-hmm. an audience. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I get excited about things like pizza, maybe a Chipotle <laughs> coupon, they're Ooh. rare. Like, I, like, it's a different form of excitement and like, maybe it's the nerves and I, I, I really wasn't nervous. I expected myself to be nervous. Mm. Kind of going back to the audition, I was like, I bet when I'm out there, it'll hit me. Mm -hmm. I bet right before it'll hit me. Mm -hmm. I bet when I have to say my first line, it'll hit me. Mm -hmm. But I think my strategy with any type of presentation or interview or anything has always been prepare until the nerves become excitement that you've done mm-hmm. so well. You're like, I can't wait. Cause I know I'm going to crush this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, cause if they cancel it instead of being relieved, I'm now mad cause I was going to do really well. Mm-hmm. So I think like all the rehearsal and preparation and, you know, my scene partner, Nas, like the extra work we do, we always kind of run through our lines mm-hmm. right before. Cause it's just that calming sense of, we know this, yep. we've done everything we can. We're prepared. Like those kind of things, I think take away the nerves where then it's just fun. Mm-hmm. And like you've talked about before, you get notes, but you can only focus on one thing. So like mm-hmm. I've worked on all the other stuff that the notes director's given me right now. It's too late for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to hope it's in you somewhere naturally. And you just focus on doing mm-hmm. your job, delivering your lines and, and, and all of that. So yeah, I want to, I want to go off what, what you were just saying and watching you two, uh, that comes across because part of you and Nas's character, especially at the beginning, you, you'd start us off 
right? Yeah. She sings that slow, I dreamed a dream at the beginning. And we have to bring all the energy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you do. And it's so much more important to me as an audience member and as a director that you are bringing that energy than that every single line is correct. Yeah. Right? That that presence, that energy, that relaxation that can come in. Because yeah. relaxation doesn't have to be sleeping, right? Relaxation can be, you want to be relaxed on stage, yet full of energy. Yeah. And so you two had that chemistry. I mean, they come, um, their first entrance, they like scream in the back of the house and like run down the aisle. I think it scares some people in the back row because they don't know <laughs> we're there. And I just come in with like a high-pitched, piercing scream. It's awful. It's amazing. <laughs> it's a horror movie scream. And they run through the house, down the aisle, onto the stage, and, and grab Sophie and hug her, and then they have this little handshake they do, and it's super cute. Yeah. I'm always afraid there's, like, some gigantic tote bag in the aisle, because oh. it's dark, so I'm always, like, looking for silhouettes of large objects to Oh, my hurdle. goodness. <laughs> Be careful. It's 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 a it's an obstacle course. I'm like if if I get out of this, if I forget all the lines, if I forget all the dance moves, but I make it down those stairs without falling, this will be a success. <laughs> we will count it as a win. Put it in the Thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. I, I just want to talk about like, can I talk about what I think of the sh- what I thought of the show? Please. Like, I thought it was Good just so fun. It just the energy was incredible. Again, I told you I'd never seen Mamma Mia on stage before. I loved the role of the ensemble. I thought you guys there's a reason they were pushing you because you were so present, yeah. so active. The choreo was so fun. The lighting was great. I talked to Andrew. Shout out to Andrew Makepeace who does lighting at NTPA. He designed those lights and did a fabulous job. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought the energy was, of course, it was opening night, too. So the energy was through the roof. The crowd was loving it. The the vocals. Oh, my gosh. I saw the music director at intermission and just praised you guys because the vocals were so on point. That's awesome. Yeah. There were a couple of measures of a couple of songs that I was like, oh, oh. Oh, so were we flat or off? A or? couple of sections sounded a little off in one. I'm literally talking one to two measures of one song, and now Which it's going to drive you nuts. Now it's going to drive you nuts. I feel like it was at the beginning. What's the first big group number? Money, money. Then what? Mama Mia. It might have been in Mama Mia. Okay. One section, and I feel like it was the. Oh, no. I feel like it was either alto or tenor. Probably me. <laughs> no, I don't think so, because I heard you all night long, How and you, you were you never know off. My voice? Okay, so do you want to... Okay, let's get How into something know? here. Okay, I haven't told you this yet. So I know this sound guy. His name is Don. He's he's incredible. <laughs> and I saw him at intermission, and I was like, yeah, my friend's in the show. And he said, oh, who's your friend? And I said, Lindsay. And he goes, oh... I never have to turn her up. She's she is singing full voice, and I was like, <laughs> "Yes, she did what I told her to do. She listens. She listens." But you have a great, you have a fantastic voice. You have good pitch. You were in your mix. Are you hurting in your voice at all? No. Okay. I've been practicing. Okay. So what have you been doing to practice? I'm curious. Your wiggling nose thing before I go on. Is that I helping? My heart. I wiggle my nose. Do people think? Do you do it in front of people? Yes, but I I think so. Also, remember, I played sports, so I only mm-hmm. know how to warm my body up one way, and it's with really, like, sports-like things. So I'm over there, like, yeah. lunging and, like, doing <laughs> lateral bounds, and they're, like, high knees. Like, what do you do? I'm like, I don't know. This is how I warm up. <laughs> how do you guys warm up? <laughs> 
like, not like that. Aww. <laughs> so I'm just over in the corner looking at Fool anyway, so I wiggle my nose. They're probably like, maybe she needs to sneeze. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you do you, girl. Maybe she has a lot of makeup on that nose. I'm, br- <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I was so proud of you watching you out there just killing it on those dance moves. You guys, she is an incredible dancer. Well, Thank you. Mm-hmm. I've tried very hard. It was good. We, uh, in the show, you didn't. So Morgan came on Friday night, and then Saturday night we had a show. We were all laughing afterwards because there's this one section that's like really like what you think of of hip hop of like some sharp punches, yeah, and, like low like squatting up and down, like levels. What song? Uh, Gimme the yeah. second chorus of Gimme. And when we did that, we were only like three beats in. We had done like. One move, two move, three move. And the audience was like, oh! And we're like, don't we feel cool? How we impress them? <laughs> some really sharp, like, boom, boom. Like, our heads turned together. Aww. So we were, we were laughing really hard at that. <laughs> it was incredible. Like, it may have fallen apart after that, but we felt so good. And she was in the front, <laughs> and a lot of them, front and center, just killing it on the choreo. But Very I could hear you. The point is, like, I could hear you. And you I don't think... Okay. Yeah, I don't think you were off. I really don't think it was you there, that I heard. There's this one guy who's so we had two dance captains a female one and, and a male one and so the male dance captain he knows a lot of our stuff just because he's really great and really diligent and he would learn the women's parts to mm-hmm. just be helpful mm-hmm. and so a lot of times he'll be like standing near us when we dance and i would always just grab and be like you tell me if i'm off pitch because i can't tell i'm trying <laughs> real hard he's your accountability Cause like, partner because they'll give us like a group note of like you guys we're flat and i'm like am i flat i can't i i feel like i sound what i'm doing like i'm practicing but i sound exactly like i do in my car which doesn't mean it's right. It just means that I'm consistent. <laughs> so I need you to tell me when I'm flat. He's like, no, you sound fine. I'm like, the second I'm not, you have to tell me. <laughs> just making verbal threats. Which it, song? It's a great way to make friends. Gimme and Voulez-Vu are the big dance numbers. Yeah. To where we'll get like, hey, you're, you're flat or you're sharp. And someone told me that if you're sharp, a lot of times you just need more breath support, which mm-hmm. makes sense since we're dancing. Mm-hmm. So now before the big notes, I'm like... <gasps> Oh, gosh. Just in case. Okay, can I give you a little tip then? Yes. If you can, uh, put your hands on your belly for me, mm-hmm. sit up, and sniff through your nose. Yeah. You want to breathe through your nose instead of your mouth when really? you're trying to get those big. <laughs> there she goes, in the mic. I wanted to make sure they could hear me practice. There you go. That's what nose breathing sounds so, like. So, like, if you need to sniff, pretend like you're sniffing a... Yeah. Well, but like a... Yeah. A straw, yeah. Okay. Or imagine... Here's That's another because, you know, like, when you're dancing or singing and running mm-hmm. and you're out of air it's like <gasps> just any, yeah. hole, any hole the air can come you in just, just please come in. <laughs> please get in my, please my body. Enter my body um another image you can use see if this works for you is imagine that your nose is in your belly button okay that gives you nice deep belly breath so if it's helpful if it's yeah. not you know but yeah i just i loved the show i thought the relationships were fun i thought the music was great there were depth in this there was depth in the scenes and the relationships yeah the vocals were on pitch like i said so a lot of fun a lot of fun great way to spend my friday night for sure one of my favorite parts of the show is when i get to catch the wedding bouquet uh-huh we added that in late i think it was the very last dress rehearsal mm-hmm. the director was like i think i want to add something here i want someone to catch the bouquet and i want it to be you and he pointed at me and i was like <gasps> Challenge accepted. Oh my god! So like we're kind of dancing with a partner as the the bouquet being thrown kind of comes together. Uh-huh. So I'm dancing and I just shove my partner out of the way and I push him a little hard. I was like, I'm very <laughs> sorry. I forgot that I'm 
acting that I, just, I actually just pushed you. The athlete came out, you guys. I was watching. Out of my way. So when she says she caught the bouquet, can I tell the audience, dear listeners, it was literally like Lindsay was going for the rebound of a game winning. I mean, she knocks the guy out of the way, jumps up her vertical. She jumps up above everyone else, grabs that bouquet with both hands. And when she lands, she blocks out. She like pushes her elbows to the side. Like it's a basketball thing, right? She like, I mean, it was hilarious. I lost it when you caught that bouquet. It was so funny. And my favorite part of it is like Nas, who plays Lisa, she just kind of like scratchily tries to crawl and like get it from me. Yeah. And it just makes me laugh. Like, I can't see it, but she's just so funny with her facial expressions. I just wish I could be in the audience to just watch her desperately clawing for it. I enjoyed that, too. I enjoyed that aspect of the show, too. By the time you guys got to the wedding scene, the ensemble and your roles were so developed that I was watching little interactions happening and and enjoying you guys just living in the space together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's the sign that you've really done your job as an actor, like you were saying earlier, when you can just go on stage, forget it, be present and trust that you've done your work, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So hats off to all of y'all. You have a, see, so you have a matinee today mm-hmm. and then you have how many shows next weekend? Three. So next weekend, Saturday, we actually have a double header. So, so this weekend we had Friday at eight, Saturday at eight, and then today's Sunday at two thirty. But next okay. weekend it is Friday at eight, Saturday at two thirty, and Saturday at eight o'clock. I learned this maybe four days ago. I kept thinking it was the same. Uh-huh. And then some of my friends are coming in town for it. They're like, hey, we're going to go to the 2.30 show. But, like, mm. we won't be able to hang out with you since you'll be at the show. But, like, like, do you care? I'm like, not at all. Like, go have fun together. Yeah. And then I was like, what do you mean I have another show on the same two day? Two shows. What do you mean? <laughs> a two-show day, or as we in the business like to say, a two-do-shea. Tudoche, I like it. Yeah, it's we'll, fancy. We'll flip in that. So yeah, that takes some stamina. So make sure yeah. you get your rest and all that the night before. But so you're heading into. You've had two shows under your belt. You've got four left to go. I already miss it. It's not over yet. And I'm going to be so sad when it's over. I like, I wish the run was longer because mm-hmm. you need to do six weeks of work and then you're proud of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like really fun to live in this space of just, mm-hmm. you know, we know our stuff. We we're ready. Like we're mm-hmm. all off book completely. Like even like throughout when we're supposed to be off book for lines, it's just certain songs like, Oh, what's that lyric? Or like, what's my part there? So mm-hmm. we kind of look at the scripts and like most of us don't need that anymore. So it's like a really fun place to be in. Of, mm-hmm. It's all in my brain now. And you just want to keep flexing that muscle. And then we get cut off and next then, weekend. And then right when you're, uh, that's what I always say, right when it hits the best, it's time to close. Like, just in time to close, we hit our peak. So that that's yeah. that is unfortunate. We're not Broadway, and we can't justify having the space for long periods of time. I get it. Right. I get it. You can't run but for that weeks. Doesn't and mean weeks I'm happy about it. And weeks and weeks and weeks. Well, but yeah, soak it up. Like I was saying to you last week, turn on your recorder, take pictures, take videos. And um, you and I, since we aren't on social media, sometimes it's hard for us to. For me, anyway, it's like I don't. I forget to take photos and videos, but take them. Try and enjoy it as much as you can. Do you want, as your coach, do you want a couple of notes? Of course, always. Okay. So when have I, when have I not wanted your help? I know, (laughs) but like you're in performance. So I'm real sensitive about like, I don't want to, you decide if you think it'll get in my head or mess me up, save it for afterwards. And I still want to hear it. Okay. Obviously. I don't think it will. It's a couple of little things you can do in your opening scene. I think to get maybe even bigger, um, 
Well, we're not, we don't want to play for reactions. I shouldn't have said it like that. We don't want to play for a laugh, but I think if you're, it is a comedy. Yeah. If you're clear on a couple of things, you might find that a couple of times you've been getting a giggle or two that might turn into a bigger laugh. Okay. So it's about the text. Okay. It's about the, the plays, the thing, as Shakespeare says. Yeah. Um, that's a line from Hamlet and I use it a lot. It's a very true statement. We're here to tell this story and to talk about the words that were given to us from the playwright. So you guys are so important because you're the first exposition. You have so much exposition in your few little lines. Yeah, we set up the whole story. You set it all up. So it's really important that we hear certain key words, I think. And I see now... I know what he's given to the whole cast is like diction is so mm -hmm. important. The the dialogue's in the middle of the songs. So sometimes that's maybe where you're catching your breath. Yep. Whatever. He's like, it's so important that we nail these words. Yep. And he's 100% right. And and I was going to also preface that by saying most of the things I might give you, your director maybe has already said to you. So um, I'm not trying to stomp on his toes either, but diction was a, was a, is a huge thing, especially like he said, when you're having to overcome music, when you're having to speak over songs. And I definitely mumble because Caesar gives me that note in improv all the time. I couldn't hear you. (laughs) Okay. So maybe then a, a, a lot of times as actors, like you get this note, but it's like, give me a tool to fix it. So this might help. So let's pick your first line or your, what's your first line? What a journey. Guess who left her ticket on the kitchen table. Okay, great. What a journey. Guess who left her ticket on the kitchen table. Is it what a journey period? Guess who left her kitchen on the, or ticket on the kitchen table? Question mark. I don't remember anymore. We'll assume that that's what it is. Okay. So I was like, I now know how I deliver it and I don't remember. I'm sorry. So, um, we're going to talk about what we call operative words. Okay. So have we talked about that before? So the operative is the word in the sentence that operates. It's the easiest way to remember that. It's the word or words that you want to like punch up or give emphasis to. Um, and there can be more than one operative in a sentence. So in the first little, what a journey, what would you say the operative word is? What's the biggest one? Yeah. Yeah. So if I were to, if you were to box journey in your mind, say that line what a journey. Yeah. Okay. Because before I think I'd be like, what a journey. Like, ah, yeah. so like, what a journey. Did but you hear what your voice changed. did at the end? Yeah, so we call off. that a downglide. So they can't hear it as mm-hmm. well. It's an actual term. We call it a downglide. And the audience can hear it because I don't know how they're going to. And then, but yeah. they can't hear it. In the background. And therefore, yeah. yeah, and therefore you may be missing some opportunities for some audience reactions simply because they couldn't hear the end of the line. Interesting. Okay. So then, who guess who left her ticket on the kitchen counter? What's the operative in that phrase? Guess who left her ticket on the kitchen table. Table, sorry. Err. Could be two. Maybe guess. Maybe. Maybe. Try it. Say just the word, get, like overemphasize it. Guess who left her ticket on the... Or guess who? <laughs> That's how we figure it out. Just speak yeah. it out loud. You'll guess who left your ticket on the kitchen table. Oh, guess who left your ticket on the kitchen table? <laughs> guess who left her guess ticket? Guess who left her ticket? Right. That's not it. You know, it's yeah. not her. Guess her. Le- guess who left her ticket on the kitchen table? Guess who left her ticket on the kitchen table? Right. You yeah, have- ticket probably should be an operative. Ticket and guess who left her ticket on the kitchen table. There you go. Okay. And it's a question. So how do questions end? Up. Up. So ask me the question and guess who left her ticket on the kitchen table. Better. Yeah. Oh, so say okay. the first line and just do your operatives and talk to me and try and end them up and see what happens. Okay. Go. The whole thing. Yeah. What a journey. 
guess who left her ticket on the kitchen table? Good. Okay. And right now, of course, it feels a little yeah. robotic because it's new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you can start thinking about, especially in that opening scene, what are the operatives? What are what do we need to hear to get this story clear in our heads? This is so great. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I just hadn't heard you any of your lines yet. So that was my biggest thing for you in that opening scene, especially, is find the words that we... Um, need to hear for exposition. And, and those are usually, sometimes they're verbs, um, sometimes they're nouns. They're very rarely I or a pronoun or like a the or a this, unless it's to emphasize like, yeah. well, I'm not coming to this wedding or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a little, no, that's great. little yeah. tip. Yeah. So nothing, nothing crazy, but it's, I always say to my actors, especially after the first two shows, don't get comfortable. Like, don't think like, oh, we got this. We're just going to sit back and always get better. Yeah. Take a step. Like, don't be afraid to take a step forward because there's no limit to where you can go. Yeah. There's no limit to the steps forward you can take and the moments that can be developed and the fun you can have, you know, truthfully. So keep taking steps forward. Have fun in these next few shows. I'm sad I can't come to see more. I would come to see it again if I could. Because, man, it was good. My parents were from out of time. My mom was like, I wish I could come to the mall. It's so fun. Oh, so, yeah, what did they think? Your parents came. <laughs> yeah. My my dad is so funny. Cause, like, Mom and me is not his thing. He was like, that was actually good. <laughs> he was surprised. I love that. Hey, you know <laughs> what? Pretty good. That wasn't too bad. Yeah, I actually enjoyed myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Always. So they came in to see the show. I'm so yeah. glad they did. Oh, oh, I forgot your husband was loving it. Yeah. He, I saw him on opening night. He was like, I think this is good. He was like, I don't know. Is it good? I was like, yes, it's great. He was like, I don't know. I think she's great. Is this, he looked at me. He was like, is this good? I was like, yeah, it's really good. So I was like, no, you're right. Trust it's yourself. So it is good. So all your fans, Lindsay, we're so proud of you. Oh. Thank you. It just warmed my heart so much sitting back there listening to everyone just laughing at you and you just like stealing the the stage with your amazing presence. You never pulled focus inappropriately, I will say. Good to know. You always... When we started talking about it, I was like, I do like to do the most with my background dancing. I flirt with that at just pulling focus. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, but it's fantastic. And and then you have the moments at the end. I was going to speak on that too. Everyone, a few episodes ago, she talked about her character having a secret. And I don't want to give too much away, <laughs> but she has fully developed that character secret and it like pays off big in the end, ta- in the end and she gets this like big laugh I never know reaction. if they're laughing at me because my my little bit it's really subtle and it happens like during and shortly uh-huh. after a, a big bit that's happening on the other side of the stage that like definitely will get everyone's attention because everyone's like arms reach around it's like everyone looks yeah so I hear a laugh I'm like I'm always gonna pretend this is for me <laughs> It was from me anyway. That's, it was my laugh. We would always talk about that playing basketball because in high school, when you go to po- opposing stadiums mm-hmm. and away crowd, whatever, it's like, what, 15 minutes away? Mm-hmm. Your your friends still come also. Yeah. Um, but in college, you're traveling, you know, hours out of state, different yeah. places. So, like, you have a big crowd cheering against you. It's just always pretend they're cheering for you. <laughs> yeah. You're cheering for me. It's really simple. You just take that energy and you apply it to you. <laughs> I love that. No, I mean, we were laughing at you, though. It was great. It was a funny comic bit. Uh, you'll just have to go see the show to find out what it was. And if you don't, you'll never know. <laughs> 
Um, so speaking of which, you can get your tickets for Mamma Mia still at ntpa.org. They have four shows left. Please go see them. Although by the time everyone hears this, they'll have three shows left. So go get your tickets. Go see the show before they sell out. Also, I'll do a plug for Romeo and Juliet. You can catch them this weekend only. So we've got two fabulous shows going on in the and same I'll also, building. I'll also do a plug for you, oh, listeners sitting in your car. Yeah, that was so cute. You thought it was for you. It wasn't for me. <laughs> It was for the listener. Plug for the listener. Moving on. Sitting in traffic, perhaps washing dishes while you listen to our humorous anecdotes. Mm -hmm. Go do the thing you want to do. If you want to audition, (laughs) go do it. Yes. Yes. This is for you, listener. Now finish those dishes. You won't regret it when Monday comes. Go do a musical, <laughs> people. And yes. we're going to talk about that more next week because next week's going to be like our wrap up and like, you know, things, things that you learned and fun times and things and that like that. But, um, I think you're right. Like people go do theater. That's one of the big things behind this podcast is that it, it's good for you and you should always follow that thing that, that tells you you should go out there and do it. So, yeah. And I, I feel like, you know, I'll, I never push people who don't want to do improv, who don't want to, like, some sure. people are just uninterested. Like, don't go, like, my husband is, he was like, I love your friends from Dallas Comedy House, but they always try to get me to do improv. He's like, uh-huh. I just don't want to. I'm not right. afraid of it. I don't want to do it. Right. <laughs> like, I just like, don't want to. It's like, right. like, I am uninterested in going and, I don't know, learning mm-hmm. rocket science. Mm-hmm. I am uninterested in that. Right. It doesn't mean that I believe I can't do it. So, like, two different things. Right. Like, you're probably I don't have not the listening. desire. You're probably not listening if you don't care about theater. Right. <laughs> so I'm not you, worried about Exactly. <laughs> if you're listening and this applies to you, exactly. If you're listening and this applies to you and you have the desire, you should follow yeah, it. Yeah. Because if there's even a part of you that's like, maybe kind of sort of, like, you won't regret trying. Mm-hmm. And, and You I, won't. It's my personal opinion. Thank you Take for that. Take what you will. Thank you for that. Um, we are still taking suggestions for season two. If you have those, only the good ones, though. We don't like <laughs> yeah. the bad ones. That was please, a joke. Please make sure they're good. Um, <laughs> please send them <laughs> please all. Make sure we'll like them before you <laughs> waste our time. Thank you. Send them to stagerightpod at gmail dot com. Also, please follow us if you haven't already on Instagram at stagerightpod. Uh, yeah. It's that's all, folks. Oh my gosh. And don't forget to (laughs) fail big. Oh God. I'm in a frenzy because you were so good. Yeah!